Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. show where we take your ideas, stalk them on Facebook for a while, and then write fan fiction about them. And sometimes we submit that fan fiction. To, I don't know what the fuck. And then our fan fiction gets picked up and turned into a, a three book deal, which it yeah. then becomes a and movie. And eventually becomes a movie. And then you get Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Disposable Worlds. <laughs> the podcast. We are lucky enough to have Steven back again. Steven. Hey. We missed you last week, but now Steven's back in full force here to. Cr- yeah, I'd like to give you uh, a profound thank you. That's what they call from it. All of us on Earth for you saving us. Yeah. From. I did my best. Uh, the only thing the <laughs> the only thing the aliens wanted was two feet of my intestines. So, I figured that was a fair trade. Well, we appreciate it. I'm sure that they made really wonderful sausages. And... Yeah, yeah. I hope they enjoyed my intestines. <laughs> So let's uh, let's hop in. Let's hop into. Um... I'm here too. <laughs> oh yeah, there's Cody as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cody's here as well. Um, Cody, <laughs> long-term voice on this podcast. Always glad you're. I'm supposed to be fighting to save the galaxy right now, but I've, you know priorities. Yeah. Steven. I know this podcast is is you know really very important, but it takes precedence. Yeah. Was that was that the fight where they trying to stop the podcast from happening? Is that what this whole thing was about? This whole alien war. You know, uh, I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then immediately disclose. (laughs) There were some details they allowed me to disclose, like the fact that I have two feet less of intestines. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, space law is weird. It's not like Yeah, it's very complicated. There was like 10 pages of that document. Okay. Well, we'll say no more. I don't want to get you jammed up and... Some sort of protracted legal battle or anything mm-hmm. like that. Set the space jail. Yeah. Space jail. So let's hop in. Let's see what we got on the plate here. Tosser's Delight submits that politicians have to end their lives after serving a single term in office. I love this. I love this idea. It's, quite it, a bit. it's very good. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Wait. Immediate, immediate question. Does that include the student body uh, council? Mm-hmm. That is a good question. Um, I think I think so long if you're in school, you're not technically a politician. Like you're a pre-politician. So, wait, hold, but if that's a role, then any politician can just stay in school. Well, uh, you can't hold. No, I, I feel like yeah. you have to be like it has to be your sole duty. Like if you can make a living doing it, like uh, yeah. I, I, do. If if you're in college, but you're also a politician at the state level, then you're a politician. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's like. So you have to still be in high school for it not to qualify. But if you're in, yeah, if you're like, if you're a politician in training, it's like you're not a real politician yet. You're you're just going to student government, 
and acting. Introducing president in training of the United States of America. Student body president would actually be a much more intense job because anybody willing to like sort of entertain that notion is going to be v much more serious about that than they would be as it stands right now. I do have I have one thing I need to add real quick in that the first time I read this, it definitely looked like pelicans have to end their life after serving <laughs> a single term in office. And that's just that's much more entertaining to me. That's just ridiculous. Um, do you think there would be much of a difference if we just elected pelicans? All pelican politicians. All pels all the time. The the Pelican Senate, you know. Um I don't yeah, I don't mind that. Let's see what happens next. We've got <laughs> Cool flu back again. He says, "There's a small chance your cat's a thundercat." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there always is that chance. Um, you know, if your cat's a thundercat, is it? Do you think it's like a not quite all there thundercat, like a know? snarf thundercat? <laughs> yeah, like a, snarf. a real snarf. Yeah, what was snarf anyway? He didn't make any sense in that context of that. Just a, a thundercat with a degenerative brain <laughs> disease. Yeah, it's like a Down syndrome cat or something. He just had too many chromosomes. I don't know. A Down syndrome thundercat is probably the equivalent of a household cat. Uh, that's what I've got mm. then. Like If your cat is man-shaped, you might want to get that checked out. Yeah, I mean, like, I was going to say that I don't remember a thundercat that was, like, fat and lazy and useless, but... That's, that is kind of snarf. That's, or that's snarf's business. <laughs> snarf's whole deal. Maybe there was also a chance that your thundercat is just a cat, and that's what happened that's, there. I, I feel like you know, if your cat's a thundercat, they have to be leaving at night for like long periods of time. <laughs> With a sword belt. With yeah, more nunchucks that shoot fire. Holy shit, that actually does explain a lot. Cats are nocturnal. They, <laughs> the likelihood of all cats already being thundercats is pretty high. Yeah, I always hear about people talking about their cats like running around the house in the middle of the night. That must just be them getting back from their epic adventure you know like they just come they just come crashing in through the window like at max jazz you know <laughs> max jazz that's my stage name from now on and i wish i knew more about thundercats uh it was pretty good um they're getting a reboot apparently or like we were just talking yeah, about I saw this, that. Like, like a very like a teen titans go sort of a situation um i don't think snarf actually was this thundercat though he had like a weird lizard body or something yeah, was, yeah snarf was definitely with the thundercats yeah i just don't think he was of the thundercats i feel like he was like their weird pity party case or something like that he just picked him up he was barely bipedal and he had like a weird fat lizard tail or something yeah so maybe just keep an eye out for that with your cats yeah he's a freak show um all right chef robert irvine the illustrious world-renowned says one out of every 100 people have the ability to fly the only way the ability triggers is if you hit terminal velocity with no safety net parachute or safety gear of any kind it is impossible to know if you have the ability without hitting terminal velocity all right uh <laughs> i mean no parachute or safety gear do you consider like an airplane safety gear i don't know is it like a mental sort of a thing where like you know that you're you're gonna die because i was just gonna say like you could probably set this up to where like they've got some sort of a weird wind tunnel like you jump off of a building but you just kind of go in you jump into a long funnel that eventually like like you know like tapers off into a slow like a luke skywalker situation slow decline you know? yeah exactly Getting yeah pushed, Vespin. pushed down the vespine pipes yeah yeah so it's like you just have to think that you're gonna die or do you have to like you just have to hit terminal velocity so i feel like they'd be able to figure that out pretty quickly so it's just a giant slide, really. <laughs> but a free fall. A giant slide with a, a yeah, a, with a, a long free fall mm -hmm. at some point in the middle. Mm -hmm. Kind of like in the water parks or whatever. Sometimes they kind of, kind of make you, they kind of bump you off a little bit. Like you go down the big long ones and they kind of give you a bump and you're just kind of like flying through the air for a little bit. 
until you hit the, the slide. And you just again. keep going. And then you just, you just keep, keep going. One out of people <laughs> just keep going. And you either you either fly away or you die. That's it. I wonder if this okay. could be triggered with like VR. You know, do you put <laughs> can you put someone in a realistic enough situation and just hit them with enough wind mm-hmm. that they trigger that ability just, to fly? Yeah, they turn on. You know, I I uh, was actually had a VR experience for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Can and you I fly? was kind of surprised by how, cause you always see the, like the gifts of people getting freaked out or like somebody fucks with somebody and they like fall over or flip out. It's actually surprisingly easy for your like monkey brain to activate and you just like lose your oh, shit. Yeah. I was playing Skyrim and I just had a minute or two. I was like, okay, I, I'm just going to check this out. I went out to the top of a tower and like had my guy walk off and I was like, I know this is happening and I know this is not real. And I had my guy walk off and like when you hit the ground, it's like your knees buckle and you just like your nuts drop and everything. It's like really surprising, like physical reaction. You just couldn't fly. I could not fly. But I don't know. That's the problem. But I don't know. Like Mm -hmm. if that was a false negative. Yeah. So you guys are making it sound like. To learn how to fly, there's like maybe government funded programs that help to figure it out. I feel like supervillains would be way more. Well, there would be government ones, but I feel like supervillains would be on top of this. I feel like freaking like just entertainment esports would be on top of this shit. There would be like. Well, a, yeah, that's my question. My question is like if, if, if like there's some organization that's trying to find out if people can fly, then it's like what's what happens when you can fly? Is it, are suddenly are you like a postman? For the government <laughs> now i feel like it's kind of like a ultimate warrior ultimate ninja sort of a deal or it's like you go through all these trials where you're like climbing up stuff and you're trying to make the best time but then the final season finale before you can make it the next level is that like you have to just jump off a building so you go through an obstacle course and the last thing is to just jump off of like a 10-story building and um you either die or you fly and make it to the next round of of esports competition. That's just damn good television. That is. That's exactly what it I is. I like. I like Ryan's idea that that maybe possibly this has something to do with physical fitness, but I also really like that if it were the opposite, like there was all of this Ninja Warrior stuff, and it really just weeded people out who were able to fly, and you only <laughs> ended up with the people who couldn't fly. <laughs> So every time someone fails, you just keep you keep watching this show, hoping that one day, maybe on the one hundredth episode, they'll mm-hmm. finally get their their one in one hundred, and it just never happens. I mean, if one in one hundred <laughs> people can fly, but you have to unlock it through terminal velocity, uh, like that could that could very likely be our world. It's just no one's done it yet. Yeah, no, we we don't try that shit. Fucking no better. I mean, how many times have people fallen to their deaths? Like ninety nine times in the whole history. How many times do you think people fall into their death and like mid fall, as soon as they reach terminal velocity, it's like you know what? I can fly. No, fuck this. I believe I can fly. <laughs> I'm going the other way. <laughs> Probably a number of times. I don't know how many times people have been successful. In- I mean, because if I'm falling, I'm not sure. I, I, I'd think about it. I would just, I would just think like, well, I guess this is it. This is my lot in life. I've, I'm destined to become a splat on the ground. The problem is, every most of the people who try are in those like squirrel suits or whatever. So they've got like even the most minimal form of safety. So they yeah. just can't get it. You know, there all these base jumpers that die. Like they're hitting it. They're hitting everything. They just have like one piece of equipment too much if they would just free you know? themselves from that i feel like if you yeah. do that is like the training wheels of flying at some point you have to give that up if you're going to hit the next level you just got to ditch it which actually leads us somewhat slightly into the the next one here starbeard boy submits that boredom is lethal i feel like in an esports world where you possibly can fly maybe 
<laughs> this is this is the penultimate. Like this is the ultimate. Like we've we've found at least four people who can fly. Yeah, like. yeah. This is like kind of like the like once you finally hit your final threshold of boredom, like you've done everything. I mean, I I also like I'm curious as to how much boredom is lethal. Is it just like the briefest moment of you any being amount. bored and you can dead? only assume any amount, or is it just like like you gotta be real bored yeah there's multiple levels of like board. the, like, the when my epic kids get, yeah. absolute emptiness of sitting at your desk at work for four hours having nothing to do and pretending to work yeah but like when you think about when you're a kid and i see my kids doing this too where it's like they're in a situation where there's like nothing immediately interesting and so they have but they're like they're free it's like they don't have any obligations like right now they're just in a place where there's nothing specific for them to be doing and so they'll just walk around with their heads like sort of flopping around, like walking in circles, just saying things like, I'm bored. I'm so bored. I feel like that's a whole new level of bored. That's a different level of bored. Like the child the kid, boredom. The, yeah, you know, child you brought it boredom. to a level Yeah, you brought it to a level I could did not even think about. Like think about those parents like furiously trying to entertain their kids <laughs> at that very moment, trying to keep them alive. Like, no, Timmy, please. Just juggling and and smashing clowns with hammers and stuff like that and God, being a babysitter would be the worst. It'd be terrible. Oh, dude, that is. I mean, yeah, especially like the parents come home and you've got a house full of dead kids. I mean, that's <laughs> every every time. Babysitters are not bored. Babysitters are not bored because their job is to keep the kids entertained. Like that's a full on commitment. Yeah, so, like, but you really you run that risk that the second the babysitter gets bored, they're yeah, dead. And then the kids. What if you have, a, if you have a boring a, dream? It's just a chain reaction. I don't think I've ever had a boring dream. Yeah, you're asleep and you have a boring dream. Will that kill you? I don't think I've ever had a dream where I was like, this is a fucking boring dream. Like, <laughs> there's nothing I'm pretty going sure. on. Dude, I've had dreams where I'm just like walking around fucking Sam's Club buying shit. That's, Man, that's pretty awful. boring. That's a terrible. Your brain is a wasteland then. I feel sorry. I, yeah, well, actually, I really enjoyed that dream because I got a pretzel. Uh, but my point, <laughs> my point is that I think it is possible to have mundane dreams, and you don't remember all your dreams. You could have incredibly boring dreams all the time, and you would die. You I'm, would not wake I'm up. I'm pretty sure most of my dreams are just music. Or do you think you just die in your dream? Is it Freddy Krueger rules where if you die in your dream, you die in real yeah. life? I mean, yeah, I think so. so. That's your consciousness right there. Hmm, that sounds about right. Like if you, if people do die from boredom then you probably have to be aware of that on a psychological level because mm-hmm. your your body doesn't want you to die usually. So I feel like survival mode is pretty innate, you yeah. know? So you're probably going to have some bomb-ass dreams just to keep you entertained. <laughs> through the night. You probably have some bomb-ass adrenaline glands or something like that. It's like as soon as you feel the, like, the boredom coming on, like the adrenaline kicks in because like – all of a sudden, it's a flight, fight or flight sort of reflex. Or it's like you could die. Oh shit, that's a good point. So it's like you've evolved. Like the the people that are alive are the most extreme esports people of all time. Dude, and like and like uh, if you're if you're emo, instead of cutting, you like mm. try to experience boredom just to get to the edge. Uh, of death. To get yes. so close just to boredom, really get real close, just to feel alive. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. And then you get an adrenaline, an adrenaline high. I feel like yeah, emo and like goth would be almost exactly the same because you would just be it would be a bunch of people feigning boredom all the time to show <laughs> how close to death that they are. Just not honestly, not that far from the reality of that situation. I was bored for a whole two minutes once. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I lost mostly. I'm mostly dead. I lost most of the feeling in the left side of my body. <laughs> 
I can't feel love anymore. Does that apply to? I mean, we always ask this. Do you think yeah, animals? I was just thinking the same thing because the other the other idea here is my that... dog is so or well, when my dog was alive, he was so bored. That's I honestly probably would kill him. The other the other thing here is is cats being thundercats. So like the only way that cats survive <laughs> is by being thundercats, right? Because cats are the most bored creatures on earth. Well, that's true. Because if you're if you're a thundercat and you're living the life of an average household cat, that's not that exciting. That's probably pretty boring for you. Even average household cats who are living the life of average household cats are bored 99% of the time. They hate their lives. As long as we're applying stuff to cats and animals and stuff like that, though, like, do can cats fly? Does one out, one out of 100 animals fly? They gotta reach terminal velocity. Well, uh, I mean, that's not fair for cats. They've got, what, nine lives? Man, they can test that shit easily. It's gonna be fucking cats all over the goddamn place. I'm just thinking, like, I could run a pretty awesome puppy mill where I just throw dogs off of a (laughs) a building all day long, and then all of a sudden have a stable full of dogs that can fly. Oh man! Guaranteed, guaranteed to fly. It'll be nice if you have own like an adoption clinic, and like, who wants to adopt a flying baby? (laughs) How do we know? Don't ask. I, I would imagine that there'd probably be some sort of like um like laws though like as soon as they find the first like 10 or 12 puppy mills that are just throwing dogs into a dumpster from the top of the building then they're gonna does that mean one out of 100 birds can fly without wings yeah i was wondering that too (laughs) you could find like the only flying penguins that'd be so weird (laughs) like Uh, how often do you think an animal encounters terminal velocity they don't (laughs) like ever in their in their normal lives no mostly just birds like eagles do like eagles mate by like doing it like in the air and if they don't climax by the time they hit the ground like they're just they're done is that one type of falcon that is like falls super fast or whatever yeah 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 what is it the freaking super fast awesome evil strike falcon yeah the, Um, the lightning beak um, There's definitely going to be some eco-terrorist who's just taking animals and chucking them at terminal velocity so that we can just they can just like flood the skies with flying snakes and shit. Flying turtles. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea, honestly. Like if you want to wage some like medieval warfare. What a wonderful idea. Flying snakes. Yeah, a catapult full of snakes. And you just launch them. Look at these motherfucking snakes. <laughs> On the, that, flew, motherfucking plane. that flew into this plane from outside the plane while we were in the air. I mean, we're all laughing now, but as soon as a herd of flying elephants comes down and descends on your city and like Ooh. stomps out everyone you know and love, <laughs> there's hilarious. no laughing anymore. Like that's just no. that's just sad. Yeah, I feel like yeah, elephants. Oh man, that would have been a real bummer for the cavemen who used to drive like bison off of cliffs and stuff. Yeah, like see, that. right. Like we created this problem. <laughs> you know? Like out of that herd of a hundred bison, one of them is like just flies back and just curb stomps everybody. Yeah, from the air, just die for bombing everyone. And then, and then that bison's descendants are statistically more likely to be able to fly. Yeah, but it says one out of every hundred. I feel like that's a flat rate. Like, um, like is it? Is it genetic? Can't fight that... evolution, man. Or did it just happen one day? We're like, that's a mutation that just happened, and now, right now, we're at the one out of every hundred people have that mutation. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. Like, so if you were if you were the one out of one hundred, but okay, just chances are fewer people than one out of a hundred would know, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If you and if you, let's say hypothetically you were the one person like on the entire freaking planet who was lucky enough to get like thrown out of a plane at terminal velocity by bane himself and then also survive uh what would you do 
Yeah, it's hard to this say. This is how we got the Mothman, I think. Uh, Mothman prophecies. Uh, this is prophecies. This is that's a thing. That's a, that's a the Mothman prophecies. Um, this is an interesting, actually, sort of way to set up a superhero story, where it's like somebody just finds out that they can fly randomly, and so they go off and do stuff and do whatever, but they don't know that they live in a world where some people could just fly and they just other haven't people, figured it out other yet. people can also fly. until and how they create their arch nemesis yeah is yeah. their superhero move to stop crime is to pick criminals up and drop just them throw them high yeah. heights yeah, yeah. And that's that's when they create their own nemesis and then they figure it out and all of a sudden like the pandora's box is unleashed and all of a sudden you've got like people jumping off buildings and drops yeah. it becomes an arms race yeah that's a good superhero story yeah no i fly I, guy that's what he calls himself. That's solid name too. But trademark, 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 right? Yeah, like, sure. Fly guy. The adventures of Fly Guy. His nemesis would be the Fall Guy. Oh. You are a dad, aren't you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff just writes itself. Oh boy. Do 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 do. All right. So touch my water. The CEO says all guns are nail guns, and I would play this video game honestly. Wait, hold on. Aren't I feel like nail guns are harder to make than actual guns. Correct me if I'm wrong. You have, have to have, have an have air like, compressor. Yeah, they have to have a compressed air going to them. Mm-hmm. But maybe we just haven't figured out gunpowder yet. But we have com- we figured out compressed air. Yeah. I watched. Um, I love to watch this dude on YouTube, um, the primitive technology guy. And he just does primitive stuff. And he's figured out how to make like a clay sort of like fan thing, blower to like make char- charcoal. So I feel like that's a pretty, like, it's not that far of a step from that to a bellows and then from a bellows to, like, an air compressor. Yeah. No, that sounds about right. Whereas gunpowder, you need, like, saltpeter and, like, a bunch of other stuff and then... Yeah, chemicals that you find. Yeah. Just, like, but you can have somewhere. You can have an air compressor if you have, like, that's old school, like, technology. That's probably, like, <laughs> there was, like... Back in history, you just blow real hard, you know. No, like back in history, Scotland became like so close to having domination because they, the guy who's inventing the bagpipe was like one turn away from inventing some sort of a rapid fire nail gun. Nail gun, yeah. Like an under the arm air the compressed. The bagpipe was originally a prototype for the first nail gun. You don't know. Like he could have, like they could have been one synapse away from like being like, oh, you know what? If I put like. A freaking. If I take this sheep splatter. Yeah, if I pick this neat. One put like away from Irish superiority. (laughs) (laughs) If they had porcupines in Scotland at that point, like it, that would have been it would have been all over because that guy would have been like, if I just yeah, if I just put a porcupine spine in this thing, I've got. If I put a whole porcupine, yeah, in the sheep splatter. If I fill into it, yeah. If I fill up a porcupine with air and stomp on it. I have a freaking rapid fire device. I've got a grenade. I've got the world's first grenade. A landmine. A landmine, yes. <laughs> so close. And then from there it's just some, yeah, it's just like who then who who can perfect the best nail gun. And then at that point the world gets obsessed with perfecting the best compressed air weaponry. Yeah. They, they ignore all other options for propelling anything at high velocities. Yeah. Super efficient. You don't need other options. At that point it's super efficient. Like you've got that for close combat and you've got catapults for for siege and long range mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And honestly this this whole world could have just like steamrolled into itself. Eventually they keep coming up with bigger and bigger air bladders to launch bigger and bigger nails to the point where they have to have people 
jumping off of castle walls onto air bladders. And then learning they can fly. And then learning that they can fly. Because they... It all comes full circle. It's just higher and higher towers with bigger and bigger air bladders. You know what? That sounds about right to me. It's the only explanation that makes sense, really. Nailed another one, guys. (laughs) Figured that one out. Nailed it. That's a pun. Um... No, but once you once you can fly though, like boredom versus flying. It's like I want to say that I would never get bored flying, but I've gotten bored. Depends on how fast you fly. Think about it. Mm, true. Doesn't specify when does when does like a hover become a fly? You know. Yeah, I wonder. So yeah, so like even at this point, if if you as a human being can fly, you aren't doing it through any means of like flapping your wings to sustain like sustain yourself in the air it's like you're just floating for some reason like you it, wait hold on it doesn't say that but I like, mean, that variable could be it It could be that when you reach terminal velocity wings burst out of your, your arms just like combust and explode in the wings i don't know or maybe your body is your body just aerodynamic enough that when you do hit terminal velocity you're the shape of your body you can just angle your body back up yeah, you just yeah, yeah like you're able to like like you're just that aerodynamic you're just genetically put together in such a way that like genetically shaped like a paper airplane yeah exactly (laughs) maybe it's just like your hairdo is just right and like your 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 muscle tone and like your your feet your feet length to arm like (laughs) ratio is just perfect Uh uh-huh but but there are a lot of people who look like that but aren't quite right so which is why you really have to actually jump out you don't know until you try it yeah uh, I I kind of almost feel and like, even even if you do try and you can fly you can like gain some lbs in like the wrong area to really throw off your mm. your whole system. If you have the wrong lunch, you just kind of you get like a gut, or if you lose your gut, what if you're just like, oh, I can fly, holy shit, oh oh, average dad body here can fly <laughs> really extremely well. I, maybe if I lose a couple lbs, I'll be that much old, faster in the, in the old family chest down there. No, nope, you I die. Can, yeah. You die, um, but that's the see. I'm kind of hung up on the one out of a hundred people, though, because like then if you lose your ability to fly, does that mean that somebody else has got the ability to fly? Do you hold on? Do you think one out of one hundred people can fly? It's just one of many arbitrary rules that God, the God, uh, the one true God for humanity, kind of like Highlander. It's like the stuff? it's like the lost commandment out there. There's because because if he gets bored, if God gets bored, he fucking dies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> It's true. So he's he has done. to keep doing weird shit like that to humanity. Oh, he's man. just like one day he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I feel it. I feel the ennui. I feel it coming. Dude, snaps his fingers. Boom, guns are nail guns. What are you going to do now, humanity? This ought to entertain me for a bit. Oh, Catch with Thundercats, by the way. Catch, catch, I'm catching Thundercats. Catch Thunder don't know Cats. which ones. No, no, you can figure it out. You're on I your own. I'd love to see a movie that's kind of like an Power Indiana Jones, Da Vinci Code sort of a deal where like they find evidence of like a, a third tablet that Moses brought down from like mount sinai or whatever and it has all the really cool rules that like everybody has to know <laughs> by the way one percent of you guys can fly yeah like thou shalt not kill do not cover the neighbor blah 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 one out of a hundred people can fly if they reach terminal velocity highlanders yeah real. some of your cats are thundercats highlander rules are for real <laughs> and boredom will kill you and boredom will kill you uh and that's like so that's four we've just stated so out there there's probably because there's they come in multiples of five, apparently, according to the movie with Charlton Heston, where he's got, and all the pictures that I've seen, where he's got five on each stone. 
So that's a good point. So if you do and find God's God's bored as shit, so he's probably making that stuff up all the time. He's People are just finding stone tablets all over the that's damn place. probably why this shit happens. Yeah, it's like you have these Nicolas Cage national treasure situations just to keep God from getting bored and dying. <laughs> he's like, I gotta throw some spice into this shit. Like heads up, guys! I th- I hit another secret divine treasure somewhere. <laughs> There's all sorts of clues all over the place. Find shit's, it. Shit's gonna get wild. And Nicolas Cage finds every fucking one. Uh-huh. So what would what would the fifth one be? So we've got Thundercats. Your cats might be Thundercats. You could possibly fly. Uh, Highlander rules. Um, uh, boredom is lethal. But that's like four. There's one more. Compressed air. <laughs> All guns are nail guns. No, that's boring. Every no, people. That's a, that's a people thing. People have invented that. But out there, Ryan, there's... we don't come up with the ideas here. We take them from people, from our listeners. Man, you can't ask us for things. I don't know. I'm just like, there's got to be a final mystery commandment out there of like maybe it's the... broken. Maybe maybe that yeah, part well, is like I guess there's shattered there's off. The, there's the politicians have to end their lives after. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Term, you know, <laughs> thou shalt not serve the people without killing yourself immediately afterwards. <laughs> the ultimate sacrifice. Okay, now. The question is, the politician rule, is that something that the government established, or is that a natural law ordained by the board god? Mm. Uh, this, mm. It seems to me mm. like this is a law ordained by if god. If it's a natural law ordained by the born god, board god, well, it says ha- it says, ordained by god. It says have to end, as that, that implies to me that they have to kill themselves. Like, they are, they have some sort of agency in that. So it's it's not something that happens automatically, but like some sort of terrible curse besets them. <laughs> they have to end their lives at some point. Like yeah. ninety years old, like uh, dying. Uh, got it. But what about, <laughs> end it before I die? No, I I like this because then you could have a rogue politician out there who like refu- has refused to end his own life, and he keeps showing up to pass legislation. <laughs> like, well, that's my point. If it's a if it's a law ordained by God, then any politician will just try as. To stay in term as long as possible. I think this is for the people by the people, but like that's not going to stop like a rogue element from like continuing to to vote. Like we can't stop this guy. He won't. He hasn't killed himself. We have no regulatory body ensuring that people actually kill themselves. And maybe maybe the people are okay with him not killing himself because like this is kind of interesting. You feeling bored, Jerry? Because I'm not. Just hearing this. Mm. Maybe we let this fly for a while. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be bored. He wouldn't be bored. He's always on the run while <laughs> legislating. <laughs> I feel like this is another opportunity for one of these, like, sort of, like, samurai cop, hobo cop situations or whatever. Where it's like you've what? got, like, this, like, rogue politician. who's like, who's like politician cop or something like that. He's like, yes, I'm a politician, but I'm also a cop. I gotta, I gotta clean up the streets. I can't kill myself. If you want yet. something done right, you've got to do it yourself, President Cop. <laughs> You're I a loose cannon. Kill myself. I'm also a cop. You're a loose cannon, politician cop. You should have been dead years ago. Your term has expired. Turn in your badge and kill yourself. I'll die when I'm dead. Cops are terms for life. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually like yeah. There's actually some positions that are for life or whatever. Wouldn't that just happen though? People would just legislate that all positions are like life terms. Or, or that that's whatever. what I mean. That's what I was saying. Like if it's actually a written law that you can't like tinker with, then maybe you you have a very specific term. But if it's ordained by God, it's like oh, guess I'm life president. That's a. But <laughs> what if there's like a whole chapter in the Bible that's like if you're president, your term is three years. <laughs> yeah. If you're a it's senator, spelled out. You've got it's like two the longest years, commandment. You know? It's but... just like an entire book. 
there's an entire book de- devoted to people's like the how old they were and how many children they had, and like there's a whole book for that. So I figure there can be another book that's just straight up like the chief the chief of the bank gets this amount of time. Here's the terms and services agreement that you've signed up to. I like the idea of um, politicians. Um, they can be reelected as number as many times as they want to, but once they've been voted out of office, they just instantly die. I mean, our society usually frowns on both murder and suicide. Mm-hmm. So, and politicians. If this is a thing that we're dealing with. What if it's just like we don't really want to have people kill themselves when they get out of office? That's kind of fucked. So we're just gonna make it where only old people who are about to die. <laughs> Like who are like three years away from death will serve mandatory so that... bingo night. <laughs> no, no lights after nine o'clock. It's a very good opportunity for the testing about whether people can fly, because like these politicians, Ooh. they get out. The only caveat is if you survive this fall, you know you're free. But so they take out they take up Air Force One one yeah. last time for one final exactly spin. every every the, at the end of every term you Hop know, out. all the politicians get up on the plane <laughs> single file walk out you know at least one you know, at least one person survives every term right like it's just like the the Viking ceremony where all the, the old people jump off a waterfall or yeah. whatever you know it's a big thing it's a big event it really brings them together that's why they fucking did it that's why they did it and the Viking helmets the ones that had wings on them you know those well, are the ones yeah, you fly those are the flyers. flyers. <laughs> If you had... God, no wonder why they had such one. No wonder why the Vikings were so unstoppable. They had air superiority, and then they got in, into Ireland and they created their compressed air weapons. Yeah, they had weapons. their fucking nail guns. Their boats yeah, were superior. Yeah, blasting people from the sky, nailing them, as it were. Mm-hmm. In more ways than one. What's mm-hmm. up? <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> fucking Vikings. Uh, Bunch of horn dogs. If animals can fly, though, too. How much would you pay? What would you do to have a horse that could fly? Yeah, anything. Absolutely, fucking yeah. anything. Drop a million horses out of the plane. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Big time. If you own a flying horse, it's fucking over, dude. Like, that's that's the end of boredom right there. I don't care how slow it flies. I don't care. Three feet per hour. I don't fucking care. I want that horse. <laughs> I want that horse. That's the thing is, like, if the horse is floating, like, an inch off the ground and it only travels it... <laughs> You know, a couple feet per minute. <laughs> worth it? Is that less worth it? I don't get it. That's uh, the smoothest ride. I mean, I think that know? would be entertaining for a while, but if that was like, you're essentially you have a glitched out horse from Skyrim, like it's like just kind of floats off the ground. And it's like super slow. Okay, <laughs> like, let's assume it can travel like, average or uh, average flying speed is what I was about to say. Let's just average, assume it can travel the, a reasonable speed. That's my commute. Speed okay. of your known horse. If it was even if it was walking speed, I would like that. But like if it was just like a meandering sort of. You know the Zuckerbergs and ba- Bazoses of the world would have this too. Oh, right? big time. Yeah, big time. I mean, honestly. Those guys would actually have human beings that they ride like skateboards that fly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be real. If you if you had that kind of money, you would be paying people. If you couldn't fly, because not every Zuckerberg's going to be able to fly. You, Personal you, flying chauffeur. Yeah, like yeah. If you, if you are lucky enough to be that rich, you're probably not lucky enough that you can also fly at the same time. So you've got you've got your fucking radical hoverboard dude, your hover bro that you're riding around on. What do you think it would mean, like, for the rest of society, if there were, like, a few of us who could fly? Just a few? Well, I mean, one out of a hundred, you know? I mean, and like, that's just, 
even fewer of those are probably the ones who could actually discover their ability to yeah. fly. So what do you think it means for the, the lay person, the average person? You know? Yeah, I feel like flying people are like super celebrities. Cause they're like, how, how, how much weight do you think a flying person can carry? Probably as much as they could lift normally, yeah, as much as they could bench press. <laughs> So you get to, like, as soon as I start to fly, I'd get super fucking jacked. Oh, yeah, dude. You ever fuck a flying guy? It's awesome. They would also make a lot of money. Do you know how much money in CGI you could save by just hiring a, a dude that can fly? Uh, a man who can... A dude that can fly that can hold the green screen yeah. up. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you're talking about all kinds of things. Practical effects and, like, dude, ghost movies would be off the chain. You just throw a freaking throw a frickin blanket on a dude. That would revolutionize practical effects. Yeah, dude, you do not have to pay for any more Dementors in your... Wouldn't that be wonderful? You discover you can fly and it's like, yes, now I can get a job in practical effects <laughs> for Hollywood. Yay. My, my dream, being able to fly so I can get into Everything effects. I ever wanted. Oh, man. But honestly, like, that would be just so nice. Even if, even if it wasn't, like, balls-to-the-wall action all the time. Like, have you just think about it? Like, your lunch break would be so nice. You'd just be like, well, I'm going to grab the sandwich and go up about two miles up into the air. And just sit on a cloud and eat my sandwich. And struggle, and struggle to breathe while I eat the sandwich and get that's wet. Nice. It'd be a little cold, but you bring a coat. Two miles, not that bad. Well, yeah, that's that's a bit much. One mile. It's probably pretty. You high. go Denver. You go Denver style. You go Denver style. Just go. Just go a mile up. Just chill out. Maybe take a dump up there. That's <laughs> why I was also curious about like someone just fucking pooping up there or like. <laughs> oh man. Fucking. Have you ever spitting. been? Spitting loogies from two miles up, like what a fucking jerk! Have you ever been pooped on by a bird? It's good luck. No, but my friends have. It's very lucky. I have pooped on by humans. Way better luck. It happened. It happened to me one time, and it's surprising because by the time that that thing yeah. hits you, it has been flying through the air and it has lost all of its heat. It's lost all of its mm. heat, so it's very cold by the time that it hits you. So, like, that's a similar sort of a deal where, like, if you go a mile up and you take a big old scat, that's a, that's a cold that's a cold pooper by the time it hits somebody right on the back that's of the a neck. cold wake-up call right oh, there. Oh, man. That's a cold wind. Isn't... Hey, it keeps things exciting. He's <laughs> just doing them a solid. <laughs> man, I'm bored right now. Hmm. Well, not anymore. Nah, no, no way. Not. Guess I'll go up and take God, a... I got you covered, man. Take Don't worry. A... I got you covered in my shit. Take a, take a can, you, can you wipe your ass with the cloud? Does it, like, does it help clean you? No. No? Sure. There's water particles in there, man. It's like a bidet. Yeah, yeah it is. It's a full body bidet. It's some, you know, it's a little chilly, but <laughs> you just got to get it right up in there. You just grab a bird and wipe yourself with it. Oh. <laughs> or a snake. Or a snake. Well, flying snakes. That would be so weird, though. Like, your encounter table is, like, really messed up at that point. Because it's like, what yeah. the Barnum and Bailey uh, flying circus accidentally just, gets... Like, fucking comes the, through. The blimp, the Barnum and Bla Bailey flying circus blimp gets punctured in midair. And now it's just an epidemic. We've got all these flying animals. All well, the I feel like their, their um, trapeze artist is actually probably pretty consistent with, like, nailing whether or not they can fly. Because those dudes are, like, flinging each other through the air. But they got that safety net. That's, yeah, that's my, that's the important question is, do you have, if you don't know the safety net's there, could you fly even if the safety net's there? Or it's is God it just rules, like man. God made this shit? So, he knows. So yeah, if if God knows, then yeah, all this, you know, safety net, the the people Dude, jumping God's on the big bladders. Fuck. He's just trying to entertain himself, man. Oh, he yeah. knows if you, you 
Like, you either fly or you die. Those fly are the rules, or die. I think. He that's wants that's what crazy. it says on the tablets, bro. Thou <laughs> shalt fly or die. One out of a hundred, bro. Fly or die. Fly or but, die. But, but the great lord is, is all-seeing, so he knows. I think that he would... I think he could bend the rules, because it's like... If he, if he knows that you're kind of gaming the system a little bit and like, yeah, like, okay, I'm a tra- trapeze artist. I've got my blindfold on and I don't know whether or not my bros have like put the, the net up. But God knows that like if you get – if that guy gets flying power, if that guy's a fucking sociopath and he's going to do some really crazy stuff. Do you think that God bends the rules just to allow that crazy dude like to just be out there doing crazy stuff? This is this is Old Testament God. Yeah, but like no, this is but this is vengeful. Well, this is God. He's just trying to like keep it exciting, man. He's just trying to get that adrenaline high, you know. By that definition, wouldn't he allow all the most insane people the ability to fly? Because that would be the most maybe. But he might also take it like as a personal slight if you're taking game in the system, and that might be the most exciting part of his day is smiting people who try to fuck with him. You think that God plays Russian roulette with his own immortal being? Just to just to <laughs> so that his rules don't get broken, dude. Russian roulette's a lot harder to play in this game with nail guns, man. <laughs> that is true. It's not. That's, oh, that's actually much worse. There's a very good chance that you're going to survive that and have a very awful day. Yeah, this version of Russian roulette is everyone goes in a circle, shooting themselves in the head with a nail, and the first and you just the first one to, to puncture your basically. skull. The first one to actually puncture your skull is the Jeez. loser. That's rough. Yeah. It's a pretty car- hardcore world. No, but seriously, that like... changes that deer hunter scene, that's for sure. Your encounter table in the sky is, like, nuts. It's it's really crazy. Like, there's a non-zero chance that, like, when you are... Even as a non-flying humanoid, you're just flying your jet plane or whatever. There's a, there's a non-zero chance that you're going to get a buffalo into your intake of your, your freaking jet turbine. And that's... That's the end of your day. That's it. Then you're, Then everybody on board is going to figure out whether or not they can fly. Real quick. It's true. Plane crashes are a lot more exciting. Like, there's that moment where you, you realize that this is your one opportunity to be mm. able to fly. And then the, 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 the amazing euphoric feeling and knowledge that you can fly immediately coupled with the soul-crushing realization that you are trapped inside of a metal box. I'm, st- I'm still inside this towards plane. the ground, and you're going to die anyway. I can fly, that's but you, that's what you got to lift, bro. This, lift. this plane is around me. Yeah, that's when you got to Superman that shit. I'd feel a lot more comfortable in a plane full of just really yoked out dudes. Like, okay, if we can fly, we can lift this plane. Yeah, if there's like two or three of those other dudes that are totally yoked, getting onto can... planes with Bane every day. Yeah, <laughs> lift that shit from the inside, or at least rip uh... a hole. Well, uh, Southwest Airlines, how many yoked out motherfuckers do you expect to be on this flight? Is that what air marshals are in this world, though, too? It's just people that are known to fly and that can, like, Fucking when shit safe. hits the flan, like, they yeah. can. Flan. Then when shit hits the flan, <laughs> then they're hitting that emergency exit and just pulling people out of there. Seeing who can fly and who can't being like, rallying those dudes and be like, you, 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 I know you can fly. Grab as many children as possible. Meet me at the emergency escape. 
But I but I can't fly. You can. You just gotta believe. <laughs> you in gotta yourself. believe. I believe in you. You just gotta think happy can, thoughts, man. I can feel it in you. <laughs> that guy could not fly at all. I was oh, wrong. No, that, that was that was wrong. <laughs> I should not that was have. A hilarious practical <laughs> joke. I played good, on that guy. That was a good That's joke. Good. <laughs> uh, probably should not have loaded him up with all the children, but you know, mm. you win some, you lose some. You gotta take. You gotta risks, keep it exciting, you know? man. Yeah, you gotta take these risks. Yeah. yeah, people are probably fucking shit up all the time just to like make the news more exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's gonna happen? And they're probably considered heroes. Like local hero crashes ten planes. <laughs> <laughs> Excitement keeps us all alive yeah. for another day. Uh, that actually would make a uh, politician's life very stressful because people vote just for the pure, um, like thrill of it. Yeah, the pure yeah. thrill. Yeah. It's like they they want a game of, Thr- of thrones it and be like, you know, this guy writes really great legislature, but it would be a real page turner if he just died. If he was stabbed in the back after <laughs> signing his most important piece of legislature, it would be very interesting. That would be very Games of Thrones. Yeah, there's not enough murders in the U.S. Senate. Like, if those guys were... I promise to hire assassins to try to annihilate me on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. They keep things exciting, you know? That's how you stay in office. I promise to be the only surviving member of Congress by the end of my term, at which point I will then die. Are you not entertained? I will turn the floor of the Senate into a battle royale. Hell yeah. I promise to challenge at least one other senator to a death match. Per day. Oh, shit would be nuts, though. Everywhere you go, people are strapped with chainsaws and nail guns and stuff like that. It's like, just at the off point to, like, like they feel that twinge of boredom happen. And then, oh man, that's when you rev up the chainsaw. I don't know, man. What do you do when you're excited? Apparently, chainsaw or nail gun a person. I like to read books, personally. I'm not Who saying knows? that. I don't, I don't do that when I'm excited. I don't do that when I'm bored at this point, just because my life is not on the line. But like you have to find that like that slow boil to what like what's the next most exciting thing that I could do right now? I'm I'm feeling that twinge of boredom. I'll play a board game. Uh, oh, I'm starting to feel bored a little bit. Um, I guess I'll read a really cool book. Oh no, I'm starting to feel bored. I'm just gonna go out to the shed get a chainsaw and just rev so, that up. Yeah, I'm. I'm also. I'm also just now realizing that the similarities between sleepiness and boredom, like man. they cross. It's it's a really dangerous right there. Like sometimes you're just getting sleepy, but what if you're getting sleepy and that makes you bored? Like how do you fall asleep in this world? You have to run what yourself. The best way red. to cope with it is like Hulk rules, you know, or like in the Marvel Hulk Avengers, he's always angry. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm always bored. I'm always bored. I just I, I'm, I'm always on the edge of bored, and that's the most exciting thing. <laughs> right in the edge of death, you know. All you got to do is close your eyes and you fall right asleep. You have to run yourself until you exhaust, like until you pass out every single yeah, day. Every day. You have to wake up first thing and just like get moving and you go, 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 go until you just like collapse in the street, which is, I mean, you uh, probably a lot of people fall off of buildings just from falling asleep while trying to keep themselves entertained. I think a lot of people would, would die pooping like... <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes that poop just takes a little bit longer than you want it to, and man, dead on the toilet. There will definitely be all sorts of different methods for entertaining yourselves, 
on the toilet. You, I mean, for entertaining yourself in general, I think it, but especially I think making, on the toilet. Both of you made a, a wild assumption in that, like... All sorts of, all sorts of balls and caps. No, like, you guys have made a wild assumption that, like, people will be using toilets in this world at all. Like, if you run the risk Maybe of, like, being bored on the toilet... The most exciting thing to do is just to shit yourself while you're doing whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, just, like, you got an opportunity to do something interesting with your turd. Like, I mean, you're going to take it. You're going to run with it. You know what's exciting? Workplace drama. Yeah. <laughs> Who shit on, on my your, desk? Pooping on your boss's desk in public. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this world, guys. It sounds stressful. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's very stressful. Uh, it could be worse. I'm sure plenty of people are just like lining up to be- become a politician just so they can fucking end it. Eventually. <laughs> I can't handle this anymore. At least just give me a finite end. Give me, give me a, a fucking... Some threshold that I can cross and know that I will be done. I don't know how popular, like, smaller level politics is going to be, though. You mean, like, state yeah. senator or something like that? Yeah. Well, no, even lower than that. Like, city council. Yeah. Member. Yeah, you got to be a pathetic asshole to, like, want to end on that note. You definitely have to be suicidal at the very least. <laughs> or really passionate about your city. You love this town. Really goddamn into it. Really into, like, the communal art center yeah arts appropriation is not what it should be those are those are the people who really set out to make their their one term last as long as possible Mm -hmm. really milk it for all it's worth yeah you got you got this one chance this is where you are you got to get at least 12 years out of this that's a long that's a long fucking time to not be bored doing that job what if what if in this world like the term is actually like maybe like a couple months it's not that long Ooh. but the way that it works is people vote whether to end your term mm-hmm. or not yeah or whether to extend it so if you're doing a really fucking fantastic job people can vote to just like keep extending your term that's kind of how i was interpreting it yeah this is a real double-edged sword because it's like I, I have not seen the purge movies and i know that we have referenced them several times because i get the gist of it but my understanding is at some point the government is involved with like the purge is like legal or whatever yeah that's so the purge is exciting i don't think anybody's super happy that the purge is happening but it's exciting so the guy who the first guy who hopped onto the floor and was like guess what dudes purge rules we're purging it he got voted back into office over and over again because even though people are like this sucks and i lost my sister i lost a couple sisters during the purges at least uh, we're not bored to death I don't know. I'd probably go up on the floor and I'd be like, you know what I find thrilling? A rousing game of cranium. <laughs> we're just gonna have a we're just gonna have a, a game break every couple hours of the, during the workday to play some cranium with your friends. Yeah, that's not gonna fly with everybody. You know what that's I actually... find thrilling? A pair of comfortable pants. Yeah, you know what I find thrilling? Finding that perfect pair of slacks. Nothing, nothing more exciting. <laughs> You know what Fox News is going to say about that? They're going to call that a death panel. They're going to call that specific idea a death panel. So they're going to say only so many people are allowed or, or feel excited about cranium, and everybody else 
They're just going to die. Who the fuck doesn't feel excited about Kirby? Have you played it? The only people who don't feel excited about it are the people who haven't played it, Ryan. <laughs> I've never played it, so I guess. I don't know. It just seems like a I death like, panel idea to me. I feel like I could sustain myself entirely by wearing a new pair of socks every day. <laughs> like, this is the most thrilling thing Dude, you can do. If you have, like, a f- slippery hardwood floor, sign me the fuck Dude, up. Dude, it's oh fucking amazing. Brand new pairs of socks. You guys say that. That'll never get boring. Hell yeah. I want that to be my goddamn commute. I want a sock slide to work every goddamn day. Sock slide the whole way downtown. You guys say that, but the richest people in the world are not satisfied with their sock slides anymore. (laughs) With their amount then, you know. They've had that. They've done that. They've ridden a human. That's true. Yeah, they've ridden a human being to work. There's this whole thing about like, you know, living in a box. Not literally, of course, but the idea of your ideas being contained in a box. Um, being constrained, your thoughts being constrained to the inside of a metaphorical box. So I feel like, you know, rich people are always depressed or whatever. They, they you know, they have everything. They're mm. outside of that box. So they just yeah. like, they can't. If you got really everything, you don't, themselves. you don't appreciate anything. So the average ordinary everyday person is, their life is probably like, as far as they're concerned, like fucking thrilling. Mm-hmm. My God, cranium again on a Tuesday. <laughs> Margaret, thank you. Yes. Whereas, whereas the Amazing. Zuckerbergs of the world, they're flying all their various like, animals that procured or whatever they've got their they've got a whole yeah they've got a whole cat studio worth of thundercats and they just can't feel it man they just feel nothing <laughs> it's all relative <laughs> not even the comfortable pants and brand new socks have brought me feelings like as soon as you like if you win the lottery you're like fuck i'm doing it <laughs> <laughs> i just hit the short road to, to hell it's a fucking death sentence god man. damn it I'm just going to blow this all on Legos. I love Legos now, but I'm going to hate them in six months. Dude. Then what? Well, then you have the excitement of stepping on random Legos in your home, and that <laughs> yeah. never gets old. Yeah, actually. It'd be kind of like, what is that? The um, What movie is that? Uh, the Pink Panther or whatever? The Lego movie. The Lego movie. The Lego movie. <laughs> Lego yeah. Batman. No, there's the guy The guy in the Pink Panther who like hires like a bodyguard to like test him. Kato? Yeah, Keiko. So every time he comes home, like he knows that there's some guy waiting to kick his ass, and so just to keep him on his toes or whatever. Like, What's exciting about that is how racially charged it is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't exciting. have to be an Asian guy. It could be whatever you want. It's it's so colorfully racist. Ugh. Well, um, yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe leave that part out. Oh yeah, uh, but that would be exciting. Yeah, that, I'll be far a billionaire. I mean, I'd probably do that either way. I'd hire Steven. <laughs> Keep me on my toes. So you don't want to hire someone who's good at fighting. You want to hire someone who could outsmart you. You want to hire someone who, like, if you're in a forest and they're hunting you, that's not the person you want to be in a forest and have hunting you. Yeah. And that's fucking Steven. Someone, someone who's thinking ahead. <laughs> Steven would snare the shit out of me in a, in a man versus man, wit on wit survival battle. There would be ground traps and, and all sorts of things. All, ground traps, air snakes, yeah, and everything. Yeah, air snakes. <laughs> He'd be th- taking every animal he finds and throwing it into the air just to see if it's a useful flying animal. That's the worst. I think that's a world. That's, that, that There she blows. There she blows. Balled up. Throw it away. Get rid of it. So thanks for submitting, everybody that submitted ideas. Uh, we cannot do this without you, so thank you to Chef Robert Irvine, Tosser's Delight, Cool Flu, Starbeard Boy, and Touch My Water, the CEO. Um, those ideas were submitted to Reddit at our subreddit, Disposable Worlds, all one word, uh, Camel Case, capital D, capital W. <laughs> camel Case. Camel Case, that's what it's called. Oh. 
not quite sure what that is. No, you guys just learned something new today. Uh, is it the humps? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Big old humps. You can catch us on our subreddit, Disposable Worlds. It's disposable underscore worlds. Camel case as well. Camel, camel case. Uh, thank you to everyone from Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion, off the EP Primeridian, which you can find on Spotify and Apple Music. It's very good. So thanks again for listening, and until next time, this is Disposable Worlds. 